Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. This episode is sponsored by Try Vegan, a vegan meal home delivery service that is nutritious and delicious and makes your life easier. Based out of New Jersey, they deliver throughout the Northeast. Check out more details on their website, tryveganmealprep.com. And you can get 25% off your first order with the promo code LITYOGA. So go vegan. Good movement and welcome to Redefining Yoga, a lit yoga podcast, which is designed to investigate all aspects of the modern evolution of yoga from my background as a physical therapist and lover of movement. My mission is to help everyone find freedom through smarter and safer movement patterns so together we can be uplifted, benefiting all beings. Welcome to Monday Motivation. Today's motivation is the art of forgiveness. The root of forgive is the Latin word perdonare, meaning to give completely without reservation. That perdonare is also the source of our English word pardon. So the power of forgiveness is to give completely without reservation. Now, forgiveness means giving up any of the suffering from our past, the way we've treated ourselves, the way others have treated us, things that have happened that have hurt us, how we've hurt ourselves or disappointed ourselves and held on to that. And so the art of forgiveness is having the willingness to go forward and give fully into this greater potential. And that gives us inner freedom. Because when we let go of the pain of the past, of the hurt, whether it's inflicted from our own thoughts, our own actions, or from others, we are left with this potent benefit. And as always, I like to research, like, what is the physiological emotional benefit of forgiveness. Why is it so hard for people? 
if they knew the benefit, how powerful the health benefits are, maybe we would forgive more easily. And that's what I'm hoping for, for all of us. So first, I want to say a quote from Martin Luther King Jr. He says, we must develop and maintain the capacity to forgive. He who is devoid of the power to forgive is devoid of the power to love. And love is what we're all seeking, right? We're just wanting it for ourselves, that self-love, and for others and from others. And so by giving ourselves permission and working hard in the action to forgive, we are increasing our capacity to love. And that takes strength. That takes a lot of strength. So forgiveness is the attribute of the strong, is what Gandhi said. So we know that this is a powerful, active decision to forgive. Now, forgiveness not only is a gesture of giving, but it transforms anger, hurt, wounds from the past into a space for healing, a space for peace. Forgiveness is known to help us overcome feelings of anxiety, of rage, and of lethargy, stagnancy, depression. When we make a conscious decision to forgive, whether it's ourselves or someone else, we are consciously deciding to also release some of those feelings that actually might be kind of comfortable. Depression, anger, anxiety, while they sound like awful, negative feelings, sometimes that's what we know. And what we know is more comfortable than what we don't know, which is what would happen if I decided to let go of this grudge, this anger. Anger is an emotion that makes us feel strong, but is actually... It's actually an attribute of the weak is probably what Gandhi would say, where if forgiveness is the attribute of the strong, then holding on to anger and resentment is is a weak attribute. And so one might ask, well, why would we want to forgive someone who has hurt us, who has disappointed us, who has wounded us, maybe in big ways? And that could also be ourselves. You know, if we've really acted in a way that wasn't true to who we are, if we've been fake or false, or maybe we've been involved in, you know, drugs or alcohol or didn't finish high school or college or all kinds of things, like how do we forgive that instead of being angry or depressed about it? If we do that, it's not like we're letting ourselves, giving ourselves a free pass from the mistakes we made. But we are forging a past for a better future. So those, it's not like one strikes out the other. Like if someone hurt you, they hurt you. So you can forgive that person, but you can also hold them accountable for it, for what they did. So it's not forgetting the past or erasing it, but it's trying to improve the future. Because the past contained that pain. It contained that disappointment. It contained all the negative emotions 
And holding on to that is, it's like, you know, I think the saying is, it's like taking a poison and and thinking that you're going to hurt the other person. You're actually hurting yourself. You're hurting your your future self. So it really is freeing us. It's setting ourselves. It's liberating ourselves so we can move forward. Joan Borisinko said, you can forgive someone who wronged you and still call the police and testify in court. So it's summoning us to a deep inquiry within our own stories that we have. We can have, we can hold people accountable. We can, we can recognize mistakes that we've made that have led us to be angry with ourselves. But perhaps we can reframe and rewrite our stories about it. Anne Lamott famously said, forgiveness is giving up all hope of having had a different past. So it's like, okay, whatever happened, happened. It's all about the future. And so when we let go of the vice, the grip of our painful past and wounds, we really benefit in so many ways, emotionally, psychologically, physiologically. So in the physical domain, forgiveness has been shown to lower heart rate and blood pressure, which is obviously going to improve your overall stress relief. It's also associated with reducing fatigue because it's got to be pretty tiring to carry the weight of a grudge, whether it's against yourself or others. It improves overall physical symptoms in general, better sleep quality, better feelings of self-value. In the psychological domain, forgiveness has been shown to diminish the experience of stress and conflict with yourself and others while restoring and improving positive thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. So the big issue is how do we convince ourselves to let go, to forgive, to give fully? It's hard, right? We, we really... Sometimes we're just so stubborn as humans. But what has been shown um, in the research is that forgiveness is a learnable skill and it gets better and improves as we practice over time. So think in your mind of someone or something, like something against yourself. You know, a lot of times we have a hard time forgiving ourselves for our own acts. So it could be someone or something. And here is your practice, the art of forgiveness. Now, George Valiant, a doctor, actually did an entire research and paper on the power of forgiveness and framed it really in the essence of the eight positive emotions. And forgiveness is one of them. So the eight positive emotions include awe, love, trust, compassion, gratitude, joy, hope, and forgiveness. And these are all positive emotions that are associated with a heightened sense of spirituality, of like how we exist in the world and how we have a sense of self. And in that sense of self, 
have a feeling of deserving more. In his studies, negative emotions are known as being crucial for survival, but they only are good in those moments. So in those present moments. So for instance, like reframing and knowing that whatever you are angry about, a past wound or hurt, somebody might've actually very physically hurt you or emotionally hurt you. And that your survival instincts were crucial for that time, but they no longer are serving you, right? Now you're just left with a big gaping wound that isn't going to heal and is just getting acidic. Whereas positive emotions are much more expansive and they help us build capacity. They help us expand our heart and they are absolutely imperative for our future survival. Now, positive emotions like joy and forgiveness make us better humans and live life in a, in a happier way. We become more flexible, more adaptable, more creative, more efficient. You know, when we're frightened or angry or bitter or down, it's really hard to want to learn new things or be creative. The studies of forgiveness have also looked at the brain. So surrounding our primitive brain is what's known as the limbic brain. And in 1878, the French anatomist and father of neurosurgery, Paul Broca, announced his findings that the brains of all mammals contain a structure that's absent from the brains of reptiles, the limbic system. And so neuroanatomists might differ in some ways, but as the limbic structures are included in the limbic system. And the, what those are, most people agree on that it includes the hippocampus, which is known for like memory, amygdala, which is your, known for like being your fear center, and then these other elements of the prefrontal cortices. So in the last 100 million years, the limbic system has evolved steadily in our mammalian ancestors. And what has been discovered is that as the limbic system has evolved, it plays a huge role in our role, our role in spirituality. Love, the expression of love, the feeling of love lives within the limbic medial temporal lobe where smells and music and memory all come together. And most especially in the limbic system's anterior cingulate gyrus, it's called, that's where love really is um, felt. So all of these wonderful positive emotions like joy and excitement, these appear to arise from these limbic stru structures. Those are in contrast to some of our fight or flight responses of negative emotion, which activates the sympathetic nervous system. Our positive emotions activate our parasympathetic nervous system. Now that's our system that allows us to rest and digest and feel calm. So these positive emotions like forgiveness, compassion, trust, they lower our heart rate, our blood pressure, our respiratory rate, and our muscle tension. So that alone should give us some inspiration to start forgiving, to start practicing that muscle because we want to lead in the future and in, in the present healthier and happier and more meaningful lives. So when we forgive, 
we actually are improving these positive emotions and we're becoming less attached and tethered by our scars from our past. So how do we give up a grudge? How do we forgive ourselves? How do we forgive others? Especially if we feel really betrayed. Again, it's really easy to hold on to that anger, to hold on to that resentment because it's a little fear it's a little fear producing to think about letting go of that and and reframing the grievance. But that is exactly what Fred Luskin talks about in his book Forgive for Good. He says, your grievance story is the one you tell over and over to yourself and possibly to others about the way you were maltreated and the way you became the victimized. And he goes on in his book to to talk about casting a different story so that we actually become a survivor of difficult times and in fact, the hero of our own story. So with that being said, I have an acronym for us all to practice in this art of forgiving. Remember the root of forgive is to give completely without reservation. So my acronym is appropriately give. So the first is G, gesture. Making a gesture is becoming that ideal of forgiveness with your own participation. So this could be like you write a note And you actually write, I forgive you for this, this, this. Now, writing a note, you could never send it. You can burn it as a gesture of letting go and letting in the new. You can light a candle and let it be a representation of what Luskin talks about, that you were burning brighter. You were the hero of your story. You're not getting snuffed out by it. You can do a gesture in the form of a prayer. You can do the gesture in the form of reaching out to someone who you need to let know that you have forgiven them for any wrongdoing. There's all kinds of gestures. And again, if it's self-love and self-forgiveness, make that gesture to yourself. Like say, I forgive you for being a disappointment, for not holding on to your values, for for doing things that, that you didn't like. But that was your past self. It's not defining who you are. I, inquire deeply about the root of your anger or grudge that you might have and look at it maybe with fresh eyes, really honest eyes, without like rearranging details or with major hyperbole, like this was an awful thing. Like just really look and inquire and do an investigation. So when we investigate, we can identify what might have actually happened in a more objective way. And then we can notice how our anger, our unwillingness to forgive, magnified the actual root of the cause of the anger. And again, this is not to suggest if you've had, if you had years of pain and real trauma that, that it's as easy as that. But going into it and inquiring, sometimes investigating like the person that did this to you was in a lot of pain and it wasn't right what they did, but they didn't know any different. And that doesn't have to define you. You don't have to 
go to, you don't have to go to that level to the darkness, but instead you can imagine the forgiveness and with that, the light that that will give you, the lightness it will give you. V is to validate. So it's important to validate the reason why you had these feelings about yourself or about others or about a situation. So in this evaluation of your grievance story, you can validate, you know, I understand why. It's going back to that, like, in that moment, that those negative emotions, that survival emotions, they served you because you needed it. And so you can validate that. Like, look at, look at where you were, but it doesn't have to stay with you now. Because, again, it's only hurting you to not forgive the situation, the person, the partner. Validate that you survived it. Again, going back to Luskin, you are now the hero by surviving that. And look at the strengths that that developed within you because of that situation. And now forgiving the situation, the person will give you an invitation to a new space, a new transformation for your present and future self. And then the last E, extend empathy to yourself and to others. When we develop this capacity to empathize and have compassion, we are strong. Going back to what Gandhi said, forgiveness is the attribute of the strong. When we're able to empathize, to say like, it wasn't right, but that person was really hurt and they hurt me. And forgiving them for that hurt, it doesn't take it away. It doesn't justify it, but it shows a um, gracious compassion that is super strong, super strong. And like Martin Luther King said, it shows love, the power of love. And that love is coming from surviving that pain. So blaming yourself or blaming others slows down this process, this healing, and just extending the empathy in whatever way you need to. You can still have boundaries, of course. You can still, like if you're interacting with that person because you have to, you can still hold firm on those, but you can forgive the actions that have hurt you. Because if we remember, we can only control ourselves. We can only control our choices. We cannot control others. That also helps us a lot in this ability to give and to reshape our grievance story so that we develop empathy, we have compassion, even if it's for somebody who is very hurtful and abusive, and even having empathy toward them. We are growing ourselves. We are becoming stronger. And then we're opening up to all these wonderful positive emotions that have such a powerful impact on our health, on our mental health, our emotional health, our physical health. So I encourage you to start today in any way, whether it's forgiving yourself or forgiving someone, try letting go. Try, try doing these things of 
having a gesture of some sort, inquiring and investigating, of validating, but then of also extending empathy. And I hope this helps you. I know we all have situations or people that we need to forgive because ultimately in this art of forgiveness, we are benefiting ourselves the most. So I'm sending you lots of love. And as always, I'm pulling for you. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.